we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to be around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here once again to talk all things ATL. Yes, the Atlanta ladies are back for another week filled with drama, spilling the tea. Here with me this week is Matthew McFarland. I don't know if you guys remember, he was a guest host on OC, and now he's back. Matthew, how you doing? Hi, Eddie. I'm so good. I'm so glad that you've asked me back. I love that we're talking about Atlanta. Oh, I love them so much. Uh, yeah, they're, I think they might be like soon to be my favorite franchise. Ooh, I know more than New York. We'll say no. New York will always be number one for me. It always holds a special place. But Beverly Hills was always number two. Yeah, Atlanta. The stock has really risen for them the last like couple seasons, and I just I couldn't wait for the season. And after the first episode. In, or two, I'm thrilled already. Oh, it's fantastic. It's off to a great start. Yeah. So much has happened in, in Atlanta. Um, we already talked a little bit about like our Atlanta feelings before the podcast started. Oh, and I'm already enraged. We're already like in a fight. <laughs> so guys, there's going to be drama. But um, uh, Matthew, thank you so much for jumping on. We're so stoked to have you. Absolutely. Um, let's let's kind of break this up into, let's just do like three topics, Correct. I guess. Maybe four. We'll have the bonus. So <laughs> the main to- first topic we'll, t- we'll jump on will be Eva and Kenya Ugh. and their drama that's yes. going on, which I major eye roll. I know it's, uh, it, ugh, I can't, I am already, I'm already confused. I, I, I don't, I'm, why are we fighting about this? Why? Why? So pointless. I, I don't understand yeah. it. Um, we're also going to talk about Noelle's big reveal, which shook me and I'm sure shook America to their core. Loved it. Yeah, loved, loved every it second. so much. Um, we're also going to talk about, of course, Portia oh, and what is going her. down with Portia. God that is that girl. I love her. Uh, that was a hard moment to watch. Um, and then we also, before that, we want to talk about a little bit about Marlo too, and our thoughts mm-hmm. on Marlo. So let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the very, very top. <laughs> um, and let's talk about Portia, not Portia. Let's talk about Eva and Kenya. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so basically what happened was Eva didn't bring her k- older kids. She just brought herself to Brooklyn's Barbie Bash. And <laughs> the rumor was is that the reason Eva didn't bring them was because she didn't want – she felt like Kenya had a weird energy and she didn't want to bring her kids around that. Right. Which is like – um, okay. Like that's like a normal statement. I feel like it's like – not that big of a deal. Like, and these women are like all about like energies. Like if Eva doesn't want to bring her kids, she doesn't want to bring her kids. Yeah. I, you know, on one hand I'm like, why does this matter? Like what, if she doesn't want to do that, she doesn't want to do it. It's not a big deal. And I kind of get it. Cause Kenya's kind of just, you never know what you're going to get with her. Exactly. At the same time, if I were Eva, I would have just, I kind of feel like Kept the, her way, mouth shut. The, well, the way that she said it, it was almost like she forgot that there was a camera in the corner of the mm-hmm. room. It was kind of like she was just being like, oh, well, I, I don't know about Kenya's energy. I just don't want to bring my kids around. I think she really wasn't paying attention. It was just like a slip up Maybe moment. Maybe a little bit. I think she was just like, oh, well, I, you know, because it, it really wasn't like pointed. It wasn't like, you guys are really, you know. Yeah, it wasn't She wasn't trying to stir any yeah. shit up. Like it was a little weird and like she should, probably should have kept it to herself, but it wasn't, she wasn't trying 
trying to be shady. Oh, not at, at all. all. Yeah. And no one had to tell Kenya. No one. See, that's the thing. And that's where these ladies are definitely getting like shady for sure. Oh, and it's, 100%. I love how they just kind of like silently stab each other behind the backs just by like revealing a little bit of information here and a little bit of information there or trying to be the first one to let a story break. Like yeah. Kenya being the one to tell Portia about yeah. sincerely like girl. Oh my God. Not your place. Not the time. No, not the situation. Absolutely not. And th- that's the thing is I loved how Eva kept it real when like they, when they, um, I think it was Cynthia and it was um, Candy, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, Hey, like Kenya knows. And she, you know, knows that you said this and it's, you know, and Eva's like, I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care. Like, it wasn't a big deal. I wasn't trying to stir anything up. I just didn't want to bring my kids there. You know, I just love how she keeps it real and she just keeps it straight. It's the best. I also, but I also was like, she kind of took it too far with a couple of things she said when she started talking about Dennis with the bow, talking about, <gasps> oh, that's right. Portia's that, daughter. So, yeah, that was really weird. I don't know why all of a sudden she was throwing Portia because under the Portia bus. Because Portia was the one. I feel like I wasn't paying attention when that scene. So the tea that they traded, the tea that Portia traded for Candy's or for Kenya's tea right. was what uh, Eva said about the energy. Oh, so they were, they were, it was T right. for T. So she was remember, mad at Portia for bringing for it up. For bringing it up. And that's why she was like, worry about your own situation, worry on what's going on with you before you come at me. And then she disses the baby. Which I'm like, listen, Portia, that beautiful child and that whole situation is off limits. Off like limits. I like, and I, is it Ava or Eva? Um, we could just play around with I'm both. I think it's Eva. But with Eva, I, that was the one, like, that was the first time I think that I was like, ugh, I don't know about you. I don't know about, I don't know about that. See, I liked her. I like how she's kind of a different, she's very different from the rest of the housewives in Atlanta because she's like America's Next Top Model reality TV Which I keep, coming I keep in. forgetting about that too. How could you ever forget? I know. I it's just... all I think about when I see her. <laughs> Literally, that's, I'm like, girl, you're ANTM. I was a big Tyra fan. I'm not surprised. Oh, are you not? Are you oh, not? No, that that's very your brand. Oh, since since life size, <laughs> very baby. your brand. Life oh, size. God, bless her. Uh, Tyra Banks, the Tyra Banks show, guys, it's was an eternally beautiful what run is she in doing our television. Now? History. I know it's off topic. She went to Harvard. Wait, what? Yeah, she's a businesswoman. She's also coming out with Model Topia, which I think is like a model amusement park or. That was like a book. I don't know. She's got a few things going on. Oh, great. Um, so I'm really proud of Tyra and everything that Tyra does. Amazing. But back to Eva. Um, <laughs> I loved when Kenya like had this conversation with Cynthia in like an like a spiritual like a journey bookstore situation. Yes, but like let put her in a calm place to keep her calm. Yeah. <laughs> I was dead at her being like, yeah, we you know, Eva wants to talk about energy, so let's fix the energies with what we can get here. Like I'm like, girl, could you get any more petty and extra? I know. But I also I love that Cynthia I love I love Cynthia just keeping it real and be like, yeah. girl, don't come for me. I'm trying to help you. Don't get all worked up and be all Kenya about it. Oh, and Cynthia also being like, I'm over this. Yeah. You should be over this too. And Kenya's yeah. like, well, I'm not over it for you. And it's like, <laughs> Kenya, you're just, Nini's not on the show yet. So you're looking to pick fights with somebody. Yeah. Well, and we, and I guess we know that Nini and Kenya have a big blowout at some point. Oh, evidently. I can't remember. It was in like the tabloids or something. And, uh, Kenya shows up to either Nini or Marlo's like event, like their own, like like product that they're promoting, like party oh. with her like hair line and like is promoting her stuff at their party, like crashes the oh party. Oh my God. That is so Kenya. But I love that. 
Like it's gonna be oh so my good. Like God. And well, I'm in, I'm I'm excited for even next week. Well, to speaking of Nini, I just can't wait for the Cynthia Nini interaction. Oh just, yes. Just, like we haven't seen them together since I think the reunion, correct? Mm-hmm. Of last season, and yeah. it looks like tensions are so high. Oh, the tensions are gonna be high. Like oh, those God. ladies did not leave it great. No, they at did not. all, at all, and. I mean, this is New York Pride, World Pride, which I was there, by the way. It was amazing. Did you go? Oh, I 100% went. Did you see the Housewives float? I did not see the Housewives float. Oh, my gosh. You're letting us um, down, Matthew. I know. I know. I'm really at every turn when it comes to Housewives uh, sightings. I'm just so But um, it's a very happy occasion, so I don't know. And I I, know Cynthia is going to be just easy breezy, but I wonder how many buttons he's going to try to push. Oh, well, let's see, because let's talk about the next part that happened in this episode, which is Noelle Robinson. Um, Cynthia's daughter coming out, which first of all, so brave, so proud of her for doing this on national television. hundred percent. But I also loved, like I, 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 I'm encouraged and I feel like it's indicative of the younger generation, how easy that Mm -hmm. conversation was and how like, you know, cause I, you know, we, I know you and I both have our own stories, but like, um, it's just, it was just so encouraging to see that. And I hope that that's how it's, it is for more kids these days as exactly. they're growing up. No, I um, hope it was so awesome. too. No, it was, I agree with you. It looked like so like, yeah, it must've been a hard conversation, but it was easy for her to just like, you know, say to her mom, you know, like, Oh yeah, there's guys, but like, I'm more into girls right now. I'm finding more girls. I am romantically interested in too, but like, you know, it's boys and girls, mom. And I loved Cynthia being like, you know, she revealed to us that she was, you know, sexually fluid, but I don't know. She was like out there, you know, being fluid flowing. Um, it killed me. Also, Cynthia's look, her interview look, her cleavage is insane. Oh yeah. She was, the wig, she the was eye doing makeup, it. And the boom. It was just, it was perfect. She's giving it to us. It was amazing. I love Cynthia. I do too. I and think I, Cynthia's I great. I love their relationship. I loved, I love that whole moment. It was just mwah, beautiful. It was great. And just to see Cynthia's like unconditional love and just being a great example for like, honestly, any parent being like, it doesn't matter who, you know, loves mm-hmm. you. Just making sure they love you right. Mm-hmm. And I'll be happy. I loved it. Loved oh, it. It was a great moment. Yeah. So I think that will kind of, I think that will kind of steer Nini away from, you know, maybe being as aggressive as oh, she could be. Oh, it better because this is a big moment for the two of them going there together. Yeah. Is like after her coming out, like this is a big moment, you yes, know, a hundred percent sharing that with your family. Um, but you know, I don't know. I'm also like very like not missing Nini right now. Like I don't notice she's gone, which is like weird. But I, like, I don't notice until I see the clips for the weeks ahead when she starts, yeah. when she brings in the hurricanes that yeah. she's bringing in. I don't miss her either. Really, quite frankly. And my, again, my, I don't know my mother, I'm getting her into the Housewives franchise oh, nice. and she's never watched Atlanta and she keeps going like, who is that girl? Like I, you know, she really doesn't care. And I'm like, I love it so much. Oh yeah. I love it. It's the fall of the Titans. I said this on my <laughs> live TV co show, which if you guys want to catch me um, and Armin, usually it's, we usually do a double show, but I did a solo show this week where oh. I like live vlogged, but it's every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern, and you can watch me talk Bravo. But I talked about how it's almost like a fall of the Titans. All the OGs are, like, leaving from the shows because you have, like, Lisa Vanderpump. You have Bethany. You got Vicky. 
We've got Nini. Like, well, and like Tamara, if things keep going this yeah. way, Tamara's like slipping through the cracks. Like it's, you're right. The old, like, the old age the is dying gen, out. The new generation of housewives is growing. It's kind of crazy. We haven't seen this much of a disturbance in so long. I know. And we're going to possibly be getting two new housewives locations next year. Oh yes. Which could be exciting. We've, we've talked about this no, already. Truly Christmas came early this year. We're in the middle of four franchises right now. Okay. This is the golden, like our age month season of I, Bravo. I know. And then it's, it's nice because once these in, it's not going to be like, Oh, we have nothing to look forward to. It's like, we have Beverly Hills, which all you bitches know I'll be watching. I don't even care if last season wasn't great. Well, you I know, they're bringing in. in Camille Grammer now. And did you see that at a party? Like, um, Eileen and Kim and Brandy and so they're else? trying to fluff Literally it up. Everyone else was there at this party. Like it was like a, it was like an old Adrian was there. They Adrian Maloof. Yes, the Maloof hoof was oh in attendance. Oh my god! It's like gonna be. It's gonna be an interesting season. I'm excited. I think it will be fun. Yeah, I oh. think it'll be a walk down memory lane. Maybe oh, a journey to a new world. Um, but yeah, no, we are really in the golden age, and Atlanta's bringing it as well. Um, I mean, I really can't wait for what's about to come in this season for the Atlanta women. I'm ready it for the looks, conflict. Yeah, oh, and the real conflict, explosive. not the petty stuff. Oh, no. It looks real, raw, explosive. I, I can't wait. It will be fantastic. Um, let's talk about the two, like, maybe darker things this episode mm. um, that we must talk about. The first is... Um, Marlo and her situation. So Candy's at one of these like trampoline sky parks, which by the way, I used to work at sky high, like up in the Bay area. So if y'all like have ever been to sky high, like the trampoline park, I used to have to be one of those people who would stand for eight hours a day. I am not surprised. And watch people jump. It was the worst. Yeah. It was torture. That makes sense to me. Give that person a smile or a hug next time you're at one of those places and be like, I appreciate you (laughs) because they are slowly dying. I loved watching Candy and her son eat shit every five seconds. It's so hard. I know. I but I loved how they were like, Oh yeah, we're just gonna have a bonding moment. No, just falling down every which way it was mommy i don't want to go back no i'm sure they had a good time i know um but that's not that's not what we're focused on is that they're of their trampoline no whatever athleticism having dark conversations around children at this at this this point yeah um marlo is a munty now which i assume stands (laughs) for mother auntie um her sister has severe mental health issues and her nephew called basically being like mom's being taken away by you know, the people who take people, you know, to the psychiatric hospital, we need someone. And so Marlo has to step up and basically be and a she's mother been to doing these women. It for a couple months. Yes. At this point in the, in the show. Yeah. Like, did she say like six months, three, three, or I don't know. It was three to six. It was some, it was a good It amount. was like a significant amount of time. It's not like this like happened like a week before. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah. So I really don't like Marlo. Okay. I, I have a, I just feel like she not like, in the, you know, Lisa Rinna, I adore her. And Lisa Rinna, you know, starts drama, stirs the pot. Same with Dorinda. They do it in a way that still, I, I know that they're good people underneath and I really didn't like them. Marlo, I see the venom and vitriol and like, just, I just see the evil with which she like pulls all of these strings and I can't stand her. However, my icy cold heart melted while listening to her deal with this because going from being a single woman trying to make business happen, which, you know, I really didn't give a shit about, but now I kind of do. Um, 
and now having to raise children who are not like, and they're, they're in the middle of this very awkward time in their lives. They all look, they're all boys, I think. Yeah. And they're all like, I would, uh, they're all in their like early teens, like, or like, there was like at least like a nine year old. Yeah. yeah, Like like that's, horrifying yeah and what does marlo know about raising children let alone like boys Boys, yeah so as much as i really don't like the wench i feel very very i feel very bad for her (laughs) okay this is where we disagree because i personally love marlo i think marlo deserves a peach that is blasphemous no it is not there's a lot of people who share the same feelings that i do and i'm sure you guys will all chime in because marlo deserves that damn peach she works just as hard as the other ladies no she works really well as a friend of she should stay that way well, I think she deserves a pay raise oh. and a peach. God, I can't. Um, and I loved, but I did love this moment, and I, I, I and too. I like that it humanized her for you, even though it she's did, already humanized and I, for me. I I I I don't hate her anymore. I dislike her profusely now. Okay, it's okay, different. whatever. It's different. But she, you know, I thought this was a really great moment, and I had no idea that she was. This was something she was dealing with, mm-hmm. and something that she was doing, and super admirable. Like you know, I just think of that movie. What was it like with Kate Hudson? Where she <laughs> yes her, oh my god raising you know, Helen raising Helen is, is that like, what it is yes yeah I'm pretty sure it's raising Helen where like the kids raise her there are a couple I feel like there are a couple movies they were like yes but that's the most re- but there, there are a few where there's it's also like, like stepmother which is like a really dark oh but god, that's where I the mom stepmother. dies and the mom is like there the whole movie yeah until she fucking dies like uh, that's a, that's a dark that, one. that one super always dark used to make me like cry uh, um. But yeah, no, I just keep thinking of like raising Helen. Maybe it's going to be like raising Marlo. <laughs> Maybe we could get a new Bravo show out of it. No, but like hats off to Marlo and all that. Yeah, she's I doing. really do hope that that gets sorted out. And, and I hope, I do hope her sister gets well and, and makes Same. a speedy recovery because um, schizophrenia in particular is horrifying and horrible. Um, and it's really hard to manage. So I do hope that that gets better. We are sending Marlo and her family all of our love. Indeed. Even though I guess one of us still does not like her. Oh, but. I mean, I mean, nice. I mean, nice. Um, okay, let's talk about Portia and Dennis and God this whole situation. We're going to end the podcast Portia. with this. Okay, lots went down. So the episode starts with Portia basically being like, so Dennis stayed over. And her friend's like, okay, what? <laughs> well, actually, no, it doesn't even start with that. It starts with Candy and Cynthia sitting down Portia and being like, what is your situation with Dennis? What is going on? Where are the lines drawn? Right. And we let's also know. clarify what happened at the Brooklyn at Brooklyn's party yes. because Kenya made it seem much shadier than it was. It wasn't like that. Exactly. Porsche's like, of course, I get it now. Like it was, a, it was such a lovely civilized dinner it or was, lunch. It was. And it was good for Candy to be like, I've been in your situation before where mm-hmm. I had a baby daddy who, you know, was not what I thought he was gonna be for my child. And I don't want this to affect your life. I don't want you to be like stuck in this. And she had great advice. Then you had Cynthia who's like, I'm going to be real with you. You need to be real with me. What's going down with Dennis? Like what's happening? And she's like, well, Dennis has moved out. You know, I'm not talking to him. Like we're going to maybe do therapy. Like, you know, we're going to try to work things out. And she's like, okay, as long as you're, you're honest with me and real with me, then we'll figure things out. Cut to next scene with her other friend. She's like, yeah, me and my friend, before we had babies, we were looking, thinking about when we we're going to go to the next trip, what next wig we were going to buy. She's like, now we're changing diapers. And I was like, oh, my God, Portia. Uh, no. Like, still ready to, like, go out and be a party animal. But, but then she talks about how Dennis came over and, you know, he, like, needed to get some wine. Uh, and she's like, what's the wine for? And he's like, oh, for us. And then. You know, it gave her some wine, and then they watched a movie on Netflix that actually ended up being a series. So they had to watch the next one. I mean, is that not hysterical and then the next one. that they thought it was a TV show? I'm sorry, but that is 
fucking hysterical. That's so funny to me. That they were like so invested. Did they not? I guess maybe they thought it must have been a limited series where it was like an hour and 10 minute episode. Yeah, where they were like, okay, it's probably like they thought like Black Mirror or something was like a movie. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, oh, oh let's watch this. That's and what it was. It's like, oh no, there's more. And then they're like, we have to watch the next one. And then they realize that none of them are actually linked together. So. Or maybe Dennis knew it was a series, and because see that's the other this thing. This is clearly, I mean, Dennis obviously orchestrated this to get into the house to sleep over. He's he's trying to worm his way mm-hmm, back in, mm-hmm. and we caught that clip of her the next morning with the baby and him being a little bit of a family, mm-hmm. and you could tell that it was having an effect on her. She loved it. Oh, she loved it. It was it's everything that she's wanted, but like she's still being a super strong, super strong woman and mother, and being like, N- I'm not. I know what the, I like. I I know what that was, and and before that can ever happen again, like we need to know what we're doing. Exactly. And yeah. Like, therapy needs to be needs to happen, and then oh god, cut to therapy. And, yeah. Oh my gosh. And then this uh, happens. It was just such like it was a big contrast from her talking to her friend and being like, you know, I think this this might be good. Yeah, he thinks he can just sleep with me, but you know, it's getting us to go to therapy. I'm really excited to like work through this, and then. It cuts to her on her way to therapy, and she's like, I've got the bubble guts. I love how she says that. And she's like, I love how she says bubble guts. I'm using it all the time. I got the bubble guts. But she's got the bubble guts, and she's, like, stressed (laughs) because she doesn't know, like, what's going to go down in this, like, one-on-one with Dennis. And then she goes in there, and she's like, yeah, I told him to say everything that he did. I let him talk. Um, And then once he told me that he slept with someone while I was pregnant, I got up and left. I didn't need to hear anything else. That was my most raw. That was my most Ugh. vulnerable. And he took advantage. Broke my heart. Horrible. And she like, because you can tell she's been trying to mm-hmm. stay hopeful and trying to stay uh, positive. And she could live in the doubt of not really knowing exactly what happened. Yeah. But then I think when she got into therapy, she was like, no, I need to know exactly what went down or we're never going to, we will definitely not move forward. Yeah. You know? Um, but then I don't think she really realized that when she heard the like, cold honest truth you know i i've been in situations before where like you hear a cold hard truth in like a friendship or a relationship mm-hmm. and a switch flips in your brain and you can't go back your, yeah. your, your chemical has changed and you know too much now and you can't go back and i think that's where she is because then we yes. see her talking to her sister which i love her sister and i love the relationship that we're seeing with her and her, sister yes. and her mom and she's just t- and I think her did her sister have a similar situation where she has a baby yeah. from a the person she's not with right now. And and Portia says like I didn't know I was learning from you. And yes. her sister breaks down. And she's like I you know I didn't know I had this like good fact on you. And it's just you see this like really dark moment of sisters being like they've been hurt and they've hurt each other because of like the way that they've dealt with this trauma. Oh, it's and it's, they're both just trying to heal. It's so it was so sad, but it was also so beautiful to watch. A hundred percent. And I, yeah, I just, I feel, I feel so bad for Portia. You can tell she's just stuck because I think everything in her is telling her that she needs to be strong for her daughter and move forward and move on and just find a relationship where like Dennis is obviously a part of, uh, is it PJ? PJ. Well, PJ. Pilar is her name, oh, but, Pilar, they right, her but they call her PJ. Um, to be a part of, obviously part of PJ's life and co-parent, but start a new chapter uh, just being a single mom. Yeah. And, but again, I think she, you know, there's part of her that's keeping her stuck and staying still. Um, well, you do know she gets back with Dennis. They are currently together in real life. 
Did you not know this? No. They're back together. So I'm interested to see okay. how I mean, they heal from this. Again, I mean, I'm always for, especially when there's a child involved, if everyone can come to a positive, healthy resolution, I'm all for getting back together. But I, and I feel like the rest of America didn't like Dennis from the beginning. And I, I, did, I found Dennis a little bit shady. And with all due respect, like... If his name is Dennis, I feel like... Oh, my God. What do you have against Dennis? I don't know. I feel Dennis like the Menace, it just maybe. has that connotation for you. Although, no, but I mean, I love Beth. I am RIP. I love Bethany's Dennis. But, like, right? His name is Dennis? Yeah, his okay, name yeah. is Dennis. <laughs> okay, I was like... Or was Dennis? Ooh, RIP. Love him. But, like, I don't know. Dennis, the, the, name, the name is suspect. The name is weird. I don't know. I don't really know a lot of Dennis's. When I hear Dennis, I think dentist. And I, I really like the dentist. I don't know. He just seems very shady. I've never liked him. So I think that's also my reservation. Like, if this was Mike Hill and Cynthia, I would be singing a different tune. I'd be like, yeah. no, work it Get out. Back make together. it work. Get it's back okay. together. Make it work. Um, wait, are, wait. They're together still in real life, yes, right? Okay. They have announced their wedding date. It's 10-10-2020. Okay, oh, my God. Amazing. Candy came up with it. They said thank you to Candy who came up with it. Also, and I was fall like, weddings are great. It's going to be beautiful. And those two, you know, they're going to be stunting out like no other. It's going to be gorgeous. They're going to be like decked from head to toe. It's going to be way classier than Leanne Locken's wedding because oh that God. was a... That was a fucking... That was mess. an experience. There was no food. Cold cuts. Could you imagine? Cold. Could oh, you imagine? I would have made a scene at the wedding. I would have gone up to her and been like, are you kidding me? We've been here all day. Yeah. Because just because there's a break in between the reception and the wedding exactly. the ceremony doesn't mean, doesn't mean anything. But just, we all had to go home, reapply our makeup, put on a new fucking dress, and come back here, and there's only cake? Oh, no. I would I would have freaked out. I was I, I was would have. My jaw was on the floor. I think like Cameron, what Cameron said was right. Anything after 5 p.m., you're serving dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're serving thing, a full and, meal. And again, I don't really like Cameron that much, but I was like, thank you for calling it like it is, Cameron. And that five-hour break, nope. Oh, nope. No. Why would you ever do that? No. It was weird. No, Cynthia Bailey is going to keep it classy, keep it sophisticated. It's going to be, I think, lots of white, lots of diamonds, yes. lots of sparkles, like everywhere. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. I feel like Noelle's going to have a big part in the wedding as well. Probably. She loves, you know, she's living with Michael in LA. She's not living with Cynthia in Atlanta. Oh. Which makes me think she goes out to college out here somewhere. I think she might be at like USC or something. I think she might be doing like an internship or maybe semester something, a program or whatever. Like a semester in LA. But by the way, to go back to real quick, one thing I didn't mention is I loved, because I remember feeling so, A, I thought it was half hilarious, half really like heart-wrenching when Noelle was struggling to go, when she was going to school, struggling to leave home mm-hmm. and leave Cynthia, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, that was to tough. To see her so, and this does, Sure of herself? Yeah, and this does, I mean, college does this to a lot of kids, but to see her so confident in herself and what, I just was like, oh, I love it. I love how much she's grown in such a short amount of time. Anyway. It's great. No, it's so beautiful to see and it's, I mean, my hats are off to Noelle. I love this like new like, all these like eighteen year old like housewife daughters like Gia and Noelle are really having their starring moments. Up. Yeah, and like I, I mean, I hate to say it, I think maybe not maybe looking at their own parents, but maybe looking at the sea of women that they've been part of for this long. Maybe they're making better choices. Well, I love that Gia's going to go to school to be a lawyer to help people like her I father. I think that is amazing. Also, Gia's eyes. I can't get over how oh pretty my God, they she's are. She's gorgeous. I think Gia's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I think all the housewife daughters are beautiful. So beautiful. Um, but I think that covers... <laughs> 
everything for Atlanta this week. This week, but like we we're jet like this season's barely begun. guys. It's episode two. Yeah, and this is like longer than our Dallas podcast. What is, it, was, is it Kenya the one who's screaming? Someone in this room is a liar. Yes, so, I it mean, is Kenya. I gotta cut to that. Like I, we gotta cut to that. Oh, you know you're not gonna get that at least until the mid season finale. No, no, or the mid season whatever like break yeah where they like do like the, the rest of the season on uh-huh uh well we cannot wait to watch it you guys can't wait to hear us talk about it yes. thank you so much matthew eddie for anytime. coming back i know you're kind of like hidden right now because you're not doing social media <laughs> until 2020 because you're that bitch okay but. i am that bitch but matthew mcfarland.com if you want to watch me sing i'll do some stuff he's a cabaret star uh, much like luann no no i'm better than luann he is. So go check him out. Yeah. Um, I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada and everything. If you guys want to follow Hot and Bravo on social media, it's at H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D. And make sure you guys are subscribed so you guys don't miss, miss a single episode that we do on OC, Atlanta, Jersey, Dallas, and this week in Bravo Top 5. We've got it all going down on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, and Spotify. We'll see you all next week. Woo!